Now is your time to flinch. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I'm your moderator, B. Jones, and today we got a short cast on the podcast today. We got our beloved intern, Jake. What's happening? What's going on, guys? We're back and we're loving it. Loving it. You sure? Oh, yeah. Every, every second. Every second of it. Easy. We got DJ Barry B. Fresh in the corner. What's happening, Mr. Freshervation? We are out here. We are fresh and motivated. Rocking at you. I hope y'all saw that game this weekend. It the was. boys look good. Looking real. 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 Mighty third five. Mighty good five. in that third quarter. Second half made the boys take a bath. It got real frisky out there. Real frisky. <laughs> and back on the podcast this week, we got Coach K. Carol, what's happening, bro? What up? What's happening? What's good, man? You know what I'm saying? We was worried about you. We thought you got lost in Mexico. You know, I had to take a little staycation going on. What's happening? Man, these boys, they, they, they let me get kidnapped in, um, in Cancun. But no problem. I had to call Denzel, Will Smith, and Martin Lawrence. And... <laughs> And, the bad boys on it, right? And, and they brought old boy from Taken with them, so <laughs> got it. I got out. Got, got it. out. Easy. Well, yeah, it's all good, man. I was motivating the tunnel diggers. They told me don't worry about a wall. They 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 always have a way. They always have a way. <laughs> Top and bottom, baby. They gonna. They make. said. They said if I wanted to go to the White House right now, they could right get now. me there. No, yeah. yeah. Follow yeah. me, ombre. Come on, ombre. Then ombre. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. So we're going to have a lot of fun on this podcast today. We're going to be kind of all over the place. We're going to be trying out some new segments. Is this, is this the fun week? This the fun week, man. You know what I'm saying? We can't be too serious. Short time. stack. Exactly. Short stack on the phone. Short stack. Why not? Why not? Man. Um... <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, before we get off too deep into it, man, we want to send shout outs again to Faison. Um, oh, yes. Man, EJ, beautiful baby boy, uh, AC Abue. AC Slater in the building. <laughs> I love that name, man. Just, I love the way it rolls off the tongue. Like, Abube. Abube. Yes. Abube yeah, wow. is a beautiful baby. A beautiful <laughs> baby. <laughs> hey, we also got a shout out. Uh, well, DJ celebrating his child's birthday tonight. Uh, Mason, 11. yeah, Mason turning eleven. Shouts to Mason. Mm-hmm. Mike D being super dad, getting his kids ready for college and everything. So that's why they are missing in action. But uh, yeah, Jay Dace, man, we going your way first, man. New new segment. We're gonna try it out this week called oh, Riddle yeah. Me. Hey, okay, Riddle Riddle Me this, guys. All right, okay. So look, there's thirty cows, right, and twenty eight chickens. How many didn't? What? How many what? How many did not? How many did not? There's 30 cows. There's 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many didn't? How many didn't what? That's the riddle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Carol, you want to cancel it now? Should <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I just yes, turn <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you just totally just... <laughs> Just totally nullified everything that I was gonna say. I, you know, bring him back so he could at least hear what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, you know, it was it was great to just be a listener uh, for the last podcast because I got to see the growth of of the moderator of Brett 
Uh, I got to see the growth of Jay. Apparently, it got stunted since then. But because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he just came from with this thing. Uh, I, I I know he's got his own uh, little go live show that he does on Sundays. Sundays, uh, five p.m. 530, 530, 530, 530, 530, 530, 530, 530 p.m. Uh, Xavius. Yes, him and Zay. Uh, definitely a great show. So check that out. Um, and you'll see where some of the quirkiness comes from. Zay has no control of him on that show. So he does some different things on that show. Young, wild, and free, man. We young, wild, and free. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So check that out. But um, yeah, man, just super impressed with just the level of, of podcast last week, man. I was like, man, these guys, they don't need me at all. Um, shout out to Purvis. Uh, man, Definitely. just came in here and, and just dropped some jewelry on us. Um, man, it, it was great, right. man. So, man, even like, you know, Mr. Logistics, BJ, uh, it's funny when, when he's forced to, to, to be involved, um, how, how he comes out and he always has something relevant. So, uh, yeah, man. It, I, I was proud listening to the podcast for the first time from last week. We appreciate that, man. Yeah, I do feel definitely. like I've come a long yeah. way since uh, podcast number one. I think I done got a little comfortable here on the 13th floor. So appreciate you. Uh, Left all them stains in the seat. You should be comfortable. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Wow. So talking about the hygiene here, man. What's going on? Hey, so. Uh, hey, go back. Go, go, go back, though. Can you tell them Can you tell them the punchline, please? How many please? don't? How many don't? Ain't no punchline, man. That's no, it. I feel like I saw that no, uh, when he uh, dropped the. Uh, did you say the same thing when you dropped the? Uh, no, bro. No, that was a totally different one. Totally different one. Uh-oh. I felt. I felt like I saw this one on a popsicle stick or something. You might have. Laffy taffy. It was under the um snappling. It's uh, <laughs> under the snappling. All right, so look, so look. Well, I feel like people might want to. Maybe people might want to answer. Man, it ain't necessarily for y'all, it's for the viewers. Okay. All right. So we giving them the answer next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see if anybody can. There it is. Riddle us this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one more time for the viewers. Riddle me this. All right, one more time. One more time. Riddle me this, guys. So look, there's 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many did it? Did it. How many did not? You can shoot us your answers. You can shoot us your answers on Twitter, at 13th Floor, please. You can shoot us your answers on Facebook, at 13th Floor, please. You your answers right below this video. On Facebook, yep. Get it to us, man. We're going to get you a fledge out. Uh, 13th Floor t-shirt out to, to the winner I guess if you get it right but I don't know we will we got art we going yeah no yeah. I'm talking about the answer I ain't yeah. what the answer is, if we <laughs> know answer, yeah <laughs> we don't know if it's a real answer <laughs> but if that answer comes in there's an answer there's an answer I got y'all when we get off <laughs> <laughs> next segment next segment <laughs> Get into uh, the little uncomfortable segment about the relationships and stuff. Me and Jay gonna continue our discussion along with you guys. But Jay was on to some. Uh, I was gonna say you just was the rest of it. We just gonna spectate. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I say that is because yeah, no, <laughs> it ended up being me and Jay going back and forth when uh, we started talking about it at the end of the last show. No, bro. Fresh, Fresh was doing it in there too, though. Yeah, you were, you were. So, but we gonna get into finishing that. But before we go there. You know what I'm saying? I got to talk about the SOBs taking knees over this past weekend, man. So for those who aren't aware, number 45 got out there and, you know, got on this platform and does what he does and speaks from his heart and lets everybody know exactly how he feels to rile up that base and basically put it out there that, you know, he thinks that the world should function in the way that, what was that show, The Apprentice, I think he had? Yeah. You out here, you know, protesting, peacefully protesting the national anthem for 
specific reasons uh, amounting to social injustice and police brutality, whatever. Even if you're one of those who feels that Colin Kaepernick should have a job in the NFL, you're protesting the national anthem for whatever reasons. He feels that you should be fired. I'm. I was so inspired by the response, and I had a side eye for one Ray Lewis as well. But I was so inspired by the response and how everybody just got in there and all of the teams, you know, what I'm saying taking knees. You had that London game where the Jags and the Ravens, they all taking knees. And then you got, you know, your boy Ray Lewis out there decides to get in on the action and hop on the right side of the fence. I still got a side eye for him and uh, you know, don't feel like I can trust him and everything. But I wanted to get you guys feeling and how y'all feel about that. Uh, Which part specifically? Yeah, yeah I'm about to say specifically about Ray. I mean, I think we all have the side eye because we already brought him up in conversation. It hurts, yeah. you know, everybody's heart that, um, him, especially being uh, uh, alumni of the prestigious University of Miami, you know, it's a little bit um, unsettling that he comes off with such, uh, at the end of the day, a, a cool mentality, but then to go and be so weirdly two-faced to come and sit down with everybody after he just, what, maybe two, three weeks ago was talking about how disrespectful it was and Colin Kaepernick shouldn't be there anyway and everything else that it's but see, but see, Ray Ray didn't come out there and kneel because of the injustice. Ray came out there and knelt down because they were talking about the NFL players. That's why he was there. He wasn't there for for the bigger cause. Yeah, yeah. Talking about my brothers, down on both knees, even. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a little crazy, but I was really um I love how Colin Kaepernick. I don't know if any of us saw it actually going as far as it is going, and I do thank Donald Trump for uh, throwing the lob and pushing the, putting more gasoline on the fire, getting more people involved, because you got Mike Tomlin, you know, keeping his team in the locker room and everything, and then you got uh, Stevie Wonder on stage performing, takes a knee in the middle of his performance. So um, the activism is really inspiring, and that's hey. the other portion of it that, you know, yeah. But, One of the most impressive things to me was how many owners finally said something and, mm -hmm. and you know, took part in it and were not, you know, on the, the side of, yeah, just like you said, fire them all. You know, getting to see, especially like Dallas Cowboys, I, I, I'm pretty sure before he said that no players were allowed to kneel or anything. And I saw the kneeling on, on Sunday. That was some fake news, man. You talking about uh, Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones. That was some propaganda somebody put okay. out there. Okay. That wasn't real. Even though Jerry Jones is a... Well, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, like I said, it was, I was impressed that there was so much of a response amongst the league and it wasn't just, you know, black players. That's been the biggest thing, you know, up to now is that it's pretty much only been black players that are, are actually, you know, showing the protest. And it's really powerful to see not just the, the black players, but everybody, owners, the coaches, everybody making. There were some teams who didn't even come out uh, for the um, anthem. There were other teams who acted like the anthem wasn't even going. And they kept on warming up and doing things that in order to show a stance, especially when you're talking about the leader of the free world, you know, making such a harsh statement that they could still come together and say, you know, you know, it's wrong. At the end of the day, it's wrong, and especially the way that you're trying to make a statement about it. It's dead wrong. And so it's just good to see a powerful moment like that. So let me tell you guys why I wasn't impressed. 
<clears throat> I wasn't impressed because number one, I feel like the owners and the coaches and everybody got involved because now you're messing with their locker rooms because the statement was so divisive that you could have bickering going on in the locker room. Now you've broken your team chemistry. Now you're not playing as one unit out there on the field. So they had to do something to counter that, to keep the cohesiveness going. And a lot of them said, hey, we're, we're, we're one team, right? And that's why they chose to go ahead and support it. So when you start messing with their locker room and the team chemistry, you're now messing with their ability to win, which translates into money. 100%. But isn't that, isn't that what, exactly what we wanted to do? What do you mean? Affect their pockets because that's the only one that they were going to implement change and, and entice them to want to act. No, 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 no. You're, you're talking about two different things now. Yeah, that's, yes, you're right, J-Base. That is what we wanted to do. But how Carol is correct in saying that the only reason that they showed any type so of, of anything, you know what I mean, was because they, they saw the way of the potential of hurting their pockets, which I, I totally agree. But, you know, there's, hey, a, a slave master can either crack the whip or say, come inside and eat. And, and you know it's 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 pretty much the way that it went down. That you're a thousand percent right. That hey, they 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 are definitely doing it because they they got scared of oh wait a minute, here's a real stir, and and now this might really affect the locker room. Like before, I was able to just kind of nip it in the bud, but now this thing might really get out of hand. Especially if I do try to make a stance of you know what you sat down, so you're off the team. I can't do that because some of my star players are doing this. You know what but I mean? But then, how do you, how do, how do we know that? If say, say they continue this, you know, like okay, say they continue this for the rest of the season and even going into the next season. How, is, is that, at what point do we say it's no longer about the money? They just had to change of heart. Even with Ray Lewis, if he continues this for the rest of the season, how do? At what point do we say? If right, let's the last time was the last time we talked about Al Sharpton being a historic, you know, figure. It's the same thing. Al Sharpton is, is you know, he plays the fence and straddles and, you know, he does great things, but I, I put in the same light. It's hard to, I can't tell what the future is going to bring. And, and just because Ray Lewis decides to sit for the rest of the season doesn't take away the statements that he's made that makes me feel that he is not in the um, thought process of saying we need to be, and I won't say of saying we need to be a unified nation, but saying that athletes need to have a say in um, our lives in the sense of, you know, racial issues, political issues that they actually have the right to have a win. He thinks that you should keep it all on the field. It's only about field boy. You a football player, play football, keep it moving. And I disagree with the fact that if you are in that position, it's, it's but it's if you are in that position, it's for you as a person to decide if you want to have that voice. You look at somebody like LeBron James, who, you know, was very outspoken after the, everything broke, where it's it's his choice. I'm not saying you have to, as an athlete, be a role model, because I think everybody has their own choice to be their own person, however they are put into anything, you know, and it kind of goes back to our conversation about if rappers have a responsibility of, you know, uh, creating just lyrics only that are, you know, empowering or that, you know, their message need to be more important. I think it lies on, on the person. At the end of the day, they're still classified as an entertainer and it's not written or defined that they have to use their platform to be you know, some type of political power. 
But uh-huh. at the same time, I do find it comfort, comforting and powerful when you can find somebody like LeBron James who does has that, who does have that power and um, notoriety, will be able to go ahead and make statements and, and feel you know it's okay to speak out, especially against you know the president at a time and, like and, this. And here's why I felt like what LeBron did is so much more impactful. They're not in season. He's not coming out in a game. So if they really want to be impactful and if I'm going to be impressed, let me see what you do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so for Friday. Me, let me see what you do then. Because I guarantee you, if you organize and do something then, you're going to influence even more people to get involved. And so to your point earlier, like it's the catalyst that drove Ray Lewis to this. It wasn't because we talking about, you know, the injustices of Colin Kaepernick. Because even if you go back to what he was saying, like you said, Fresh, it's a ton of hypocrisy on his part because beforehand, all you're supposed to do is play football. If you're going to do any type of activism stuff, you do that off the field. Right here, this is sacred. This is ours. This is what we do. We play football. That's it. But now you're on your knees. Both knees at that. I don't think that, and I don't think that Ray Lewis's change of mind was a change of thought on what he disagrees with Kaepernick. It was like Carol said, it was, wait a minute, you're messing with the locker room. Right. You don't mess with the locker room and we are, you know, we are all brothers so you, here together. You're saying that he, he doesn't look at it as an as a activist um, stance he did. It was more so something for the, the game of football. He, Solidar- he at solidarity he solidarity with my brothers. Yeah, the same thing with, the, just as Carol is saying with the owners, while it doesn't uh, um, impact Ray's pockets, Ray is is football. You know what I mean? Like he is uh, uh, football. Like football is life for him, and he saw it just as as Carol was describing. This is a something that's going to disrupt the locker room. It's going to disrupt the game. You can't you can't mess up the game. The game is sacred, and that's what that's what the new impact for him. Yeah, it wasn't about the the activism or the you know I'm doing this for for Kaepernick or I'm doing this for you know uh, minorities or anything like that. It was hey. This now potentially has a chance to ruin the game. And he even looked at it, I, I guarantee, as Trump doesn't have any right to talk about, you know, the game. What are you doing talking about the game? You stay over there in politics, just yeah. like we said, we'll stay over here in the game. Let us stay in the game, you stay over there. That's that's what his I believe his stance was. Okay. Yep. So so y'all don't really so it's not necessarily the attack on what they did, because what they did was, you know, it, it was beneficial to a sense, but it's why they did it. Some of them. And oh, and, say, and, and, and I'm not attacking them. Like, right. hey, I, th- I think it's a great first start. Yeah. Now, I don't agree with it took 45 to call y'all sons of bees for y'all to decide that y'all want to get together. Because yeah. there's so many more things that have happened that y'all could have unified around and showed up. But see, that's just a testament of situations that we find ourselves in on a regular basis. Until it hits your front door, you time, some some people turn a blind eye. So until it specifically affects you, it's like, ah, right, yeah, this is bad, but hey, I'm going and going and coming every day. I'm fine, so. That was my closing message, what, two podcasts ago? Yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and not to say that he can't change his stance. I mean, I, at this point, I'm just looking for him to show and prove a little bit more. That's why it's like, okay, I'm glad you jumped on the right side of the fence. You have your reasons or whatever. Now, as Carol said, what are you going to do on Tuesday? Well, I, I, I was going to say, do we know that he jumped on the right side of the fence? He hasn't made a statement about what he did, you know, why he did what he did. We just saw what happened. 
And so I think it, a lot it's of speculation. You know, it's um just like you said, Dace, that it's let's see what the future holds. I can't, you know, from first view, I am not the only one who looked at it like Ray Lewis is done. What? And listen, and it was so hilarious the angles that TV took. Like they, when they showed you the Ravens, they cut him out. They didn't even show him on oh, yeah. the end. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you you had to go back. Wait a minute, was that Ray? Look, pause. In the suit, that big dude in the suit. Right. <laughs> Ray, is that you? <laughs> That's Ray. That's great. Well, we'll see what happens, man. Like I said, I'm still glad to see the players jumping out there in solidarity. Um, looking to see a lot more act- activism, especially with Michael Bennett's situation still up in the air. You know, we still have these injustices going on. So stay active, my brothers. Stay active. Definitely. Moving right along. Going into Carol's favorite part of this podcast. He's been talking about it all week. He couldn't wait till we get to this part of the podcast. So I'm glad we finally here. I got a question. Y'all with it or not? Running. Um, this will probably come. <laughs> hey, this this probably is. We ain't never been so on and off with the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people, people watching like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, trying, to show, trying to show them how to spell my name. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how would it seem? They or a. Uh, but anyway, so indecent proposal. Had no idea what this movie was or whatever, but just in general conversations with friends or what have you, it just comes up. So I'm gonna pose a question to you guys, get what you, see what you think, and then we you know we'll move on from there. <coughs> Excuse me. But Carol, you've seen Indecent Proposal, Fresh. I'm pretty sure you've seen it as well. So the question is, your spouse for well, it was supposed to be five million dollars in the movie. It was a million. But for $5 million... Inflation, you know, the movie came out a while ago, you know. Exactly, it was like 92 or something like that. So inflation, $5 million now. But for $5 million, would you allow your spouse to sleep with someone else? Now, I got female responses, and, you know, I'll throw them in there, and we can throw that in there and, you know, discuss that as well. But I want to get you guys to take on it. Me, personally, couldn't do it for several reasons, and then I don't even understand how some females can be okay with it for several reasons, but we'll run them down in a second. Okay, you up first. What's up, baby? Oh, absolutely not. Expected. Absolutely not. You, you you want my reasons? I mean, you held on your reasons, so we can hold reasons to the end? Uh, we, can, we can hold reasons, man. What you got, Chris? <laughs> nah, I can't know that kind of thing. It's $5 million, man. You do a lot with $5 million. <laughs> yeah, but I do a lot with less than $5 million right now. So, I mean... I'm not sure I'm going to hold a new uh, vagina down there, man. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Clean it out, <laughs> Get a, a $500,000 vagina down there. You know what I mean? Make a check like a new. fist. Brand new. You, you know what I mean? It's not even the same no more. What you got, Jay? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going for it. Negative. It's $5 million. I know what it is. You want the 500 reconstructive surgery. Why not? Just want to go ahead and get that new thing. I mean, um... Bro, I mean, oh, oh now we're doing reasons. So we yeah, reasons man, we going right back around. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, because it's not. I mean, it's, it's it, you got to ask yourself: Is it worth? What did you? But, but, well, what did it take to get the five million? That was my exact question, and that's what I didn't understand the most. Is like how you could give up yourself so much, and I mean, the money people do it. You know, this is America. This is the world. It happens. You know, whatever. But part of it for me is like, I don't care about money that much. So I can't, 
compromise my integrity that much for any amount of money. And I don't care if it's in here on the table or whatever. Then the mental state, like for me, I'm never gonna let that go. That's gonna be burnt into the back of my mind. Like, that's, that's why I was asking, hey, what happened at the end of the movie? Did he get you $5,000 dollars worth of hypnosis? You gotta you gotta question though too, like why was my girl okay to say yes as well? You know, cause like you can't make her do it. So if you nah. said, Yeah, babe, you wanna do it, go ahead. She said, Yeah, I do it. Why were you okay with it? Go ahead, girl, give me let me get your reason before we jump into the reasons that I was given from the females that I posed the question. So what I would say is look, especially in our community, we are so so broken already from a, a image perspective and roles and just identity that why would I even entertain that when they used to just take our women for and free. separate us all the time for free and now you just gonna I'm not gonna be your indentured servant you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. and, and and as you said five million dollars is not going to cover the lifetime of problems that you're going to have left over because of this act that you just committed, this action that you let go by. Like you're going to get questioned as a man. We already get questioned as men, right? And then you're going to be questioning her as a woman that she that she went ahead and did this. So in the short term, yeah, you're going to feel some financial freedom and some financial giddiness. And I use giddiness because happy wasn't good enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what comes next, like it's not worth it. It's not. It's just not worth it. So, and uh, and look, and, and if that person loved it, guess what? They're going to come back and offer you $10 million the next time. And then what is it? You you, know you, you, a, high, you a high-priced pimp. Uh, that's that's exactly. you a high, I mean, a high-priced. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> how you a high-priced, but you still, nonetheless, you still a pimp. <laughs> so when I polled the ladies, man, and, you know, part, some of the responses were, you know, I can take care of my family. Oh, it's, you know, it, it, I, I can separate the mental. You know, we can do so much with it, you know, and, and if you're okay with it, then I can be okay with it. And I'm just like, how can you be okay with it? Because what? that is the conditioning. That is the type of thing that was going on during slavery. They were sleeping with masters so that you wouldn't get killed. You wouldn't get lynched. So that's all. It's just so ingrained and we don't even know it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, but like something something that they said <laughs> was something that they said with the Hey man, I told y'all y'all picked the wrong week to be hey. the fun podcast. <laughs> Separating the uh menstrual. Like I don't think that that's possible. I think that you would be very surprised with what females are able to no i, I know you absolutely I, I agree i agree but like for like when when you lay down with somebody and you 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 know join together or whatever have you um forever that person will have a piece of you and you have a piece of that person so it's i don't think it's possible to separate it because you, you'll find yourself doing things that that person does you're like why am i doing that and it's just like just like because you came once just like many things in life <laughs> it's not all it's not one size fits all <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's not. You're absolutely right. Absolutely even, right. And I'm about to say there are there are plenty plenty of females doing it for less than five million right now. Probably clock them in. Truth. Right now. Even Truth. switching the roles. So even if it was them allowing us to sleep with someone, and so I'm trying to understand how you could be 
uh, okay with that on their end because clearly no man is gonna go for this. And I came, I'm like, okay, so maybe it's the condition because men or have been so prone to you know doing other things outside of the relationship or men have taken women for granted for so long or they've been in so many different relationships uh, with men where they just haven't gotten everything that they feel they deserve. So it's easier to make that decision for the man that you're currently with because not only the financial gain, but hey, I've dealt with this before. I can suppress it or seek the counseling or work through it because I'm get, getting so much more in return instead of it just happening to me for free. Nope. I'm gonna say, what was that? Yeah, wait, what was the question? They were say, yeah. What was the question? I don't know where he's going with it. I mean, at the end of the day, though, I think that um, it's it's funny. I, I, I feel that even though us as men are supposed to be the hunters and the protectors, I feel that females are able to and have, you know, over history been so, in a sense, beat, beat down their thought of prote protection allows them to you know do things like that i'm willing to sacrifice a piece of my own um sanity stability whatever in order to protect and provide for my family in the um ideal of knowing wow my child my family can be taken care of we can be good all for this small moment that it's it's not the same um necessarily uh the thought of sex as it is for males and so their ability to be able to, in a sense, hey, I'm just gonna compartmentalize that and throw it away because I want to be able to know my family is, is here. They worry about that a lot. And especially all the intricacies of it that I, I believe that they're able to, us as men, we, that thought process and, and, and uh, she did that to me and like, you know, we'll go crazy. Whereas they're able to say the, the value of what I feel the perceived value, you know what I mean, and the comfort of the money allowed me to be able to box that up and just look at, look at what we're doing now. And as long as he doesn't bring it up, as long as he doesn't bring it up, I'm not gonna worry about it. You know what I mean? We're, we're gonna drive these nice cars. My kids are gonna go to college. We're gonna be cool and, and safe. And that's no guarantee. And that was another point I brought up. I was like, okay, you talking about you gonna take care of your family, man. We all know that we try to do the best with our kids. We try to steer them right. We wanna give them and make sure that they're gonna be upstanding citizens. Yet and still, they can go left at any point in time. So you not only compromised yourself for this, this amount of money, you thought that you were gonna have some gain. I feel like, you know, you basically sold your soul and there's repercussions for that. You know, so you're gonna get something on the back end. It might not be what you think it is, but in the, the situation I mean, of your child or whoever you think that you want to meet. There's no written law that that's true though. I mean, hey, you, you know, that you it could happen and, and be the happiest ever after. You, you never know. They could invest in and be able to keep their stuff together, you know, not worry about getting in some big mansion. They went ahead and settled in some nice home and in the suburbs and are doing their thing. You know, it, it's it's there's no written law that hey, just because you you uh, go through that situation, that makes it <laughs> going, that no matter what, it's uh, never going to be a good situation. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying that good can't come from it, but because uh, I mean, you got five million. You know, I mean, you five million, you literally got five million. But at the same time, man, you gotta you have to know that something like like Brett said, something's going to come from it. I got a because question. It's, it's, it's the way you went about it. I got a question. Where am I going to tell the IRS this money came from? 
<laughs> that's a good question. Man, that's a good question. Hey, man. Or do you tell the IRS? You ain't gonna hide, <laughs> yeah. hide five million dollars, man. I've been watching a lot of these uh, drug cartel uh, stories and movies lately. You can't hide five million dollars for too long, man. You put it in the ground, and the, the chemicals in the ground eat that junk up. Put it in the bank, they tax them. You keep it in your house, they rape. So uh, I don't know where you think you're gonna hide this five million. And you would have to open up multiple businesses to try and wash, wash, wash that yeah. money through. And they're going to come to you and try to find out, hey, where did you get the capital to open up these businesses? How did you, yep. What is going on here? What is going on? Wow. Easy. Yeah. Moving right along, man. Hey. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, is there more? Hey, hey, look, no, but for real, we want the people to respond and write yeah, in the comments. Yep. Yeah, Let us know what, what would you do. We want to take a poll and we can uh, give the results of the poll next week. And you know, I like to play devil's advocate, but I, I really feel like it's it's like lotto money. Any Anytime you hear of anybody winning like that or getting that that large lump sum of money, how many times do you actually hear of them, you know, actually utilizing it to its full capabilities and not just- the, Listen, man, listen, the lotto is fake. Nobody ever wins. The, 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 do you know, does anybody on here know anybody that won the lotto? Yes. Not I mean, I, I know of, um, but I I know people that hit like. Right, I'm I'm talking about. Mom hits. I'm not talking about scratch off. I'm not talking about scratch off. Numbers. My mom she does scratch off and wins every week. He's talking I'm talking about, about the, big about the, the big boys. When you see the people and they take the pictures and the people always look like they're from the '80s. It's always some old cars. Some old. They always look like they're from the '80s. Like it's. And like you never meet anybody that says, "Oh, well, you know, uh, Clarence hooked me up. He won the lotto, and he, he, he set me for life." Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. It's I fake. I don't necessarily know anybody. Nobody knows. wins the lotto. <laughs> I'm about to and then, and then and then they and then they cover it up by saying, "Oh, well, you know, majority of the people that win the lottery go broke within two years." That's just to justify that there's nobody out there balling. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you think they're just so ashamed that they're hiding. How come you? How come? How come you've never seen uh, a reality TV show <laughs> on these folks that they just don't have any money anymore? And they should do a reality TV show on uh, past lottery winners. That'd be great. <laughs> they do. They do do. Um, they do do. Uh, <laughs> I heard. I heard. That, I heard. That, I heard that too. A TV show called um, something about the lottery. The lottery changed my life. That's what it's called. See, it, it exists. The vast majority of them are all, yep, broke as hell now. <laughs> actors, paid actors. <laughs> paid actors. Reality TV. <laughs> yeah, check the IMDb. <laughs> are, there, are there footprints on the moon? Do we really go to the moon? I listen, I ain't getting into all that. <laughs> I'm not getting into all that. I'm just saying. Do, Jay, do you think you know 100 people? Oh, yeah. Okay, do you think all those people know 100 people? And you still don't know somebody that won the lottery. <laughs> hey man, if you're not watching the video of this podcast right now, you're doing yourself a disservice, man. These fake impressions, I'm talking about the ABM is in full effect. Uh, my man Carol right now. We're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna keep it moving. Jay, I want to finish the discussion we were having last week, man. We were talking about Kevin Hart a little bit and we got on the point of the door being all the way closed. We were talking about being proactive versus reactive. 
when you get in, you find yourself in the cheating or infidelity situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were saying that, you know, the door is not really ever closed. We talked a little bit about the person being fully remorseful for their actions, but until they actually fess up and, you know, allow that power to go back to their spouse, the, the, the door is still open. They can still, you know, fall back into this and you, you, you still subscribe to that. Yeah, yeah, I, I told I, wholeheartedly. I think that once the door is open, how can you truly ever close it? I just, I just believe that. Like I said in the last podcast, it'll forever be cracked. I mean, it may be the smallest crack ever, but it would always have that breeze in there um, because, especially if you don't fess up, especially if you don't fess up, man, it can go three years, and then you see that one person that's just like, ooh, you know, I like what I see, and then it's like, well, I got away with it last time, you know. So all those thoughts start to play a factor. So I think that it'll always be cracked, in my opinion. You know, I know, like Fresh said, once you know, once you once I open up. Right. But if you fully remorseful, like, so you felt the pain, anguish or whatever, you may not have gone through it with that person and you decide to play the selfish role and self self-preserve and everything, you know, and you be like, look, man, I did it. It was wrong. I'm all about my family now because you've made that internal decision. Mm-hmm. But what is it to leave that door cracked? Like why, why, why do I necessarily need to have this conversation? I guess. What if you confess to a priest? Well, if that's your uh, if that's your personal preference and you feel like that, okay, all right. I'm, I, 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 with the word you used just now, you said fully remorseful. And how can you be fully remorseful if you didn't go through the full experience of it? What do you mean the full experience when, of when what? The, full, the fullness of because you said you felt the pain and the anguish, right? But you didn't feel it. You felt it from your perspective. You didn't feel um, the person that you truly hurt. Their pain and anguish. Is that what remorse is? I have to does feel it, there. Does it, does it take that? I gotta feel your pain. No, that's what I'm saying. Because that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't feel like you, you didn't really feel, fully feel anything. But is that the definition of being remorseful? Is that I have to feel your pain in order? And to- that's my position because I don't necessarily feel like like I can take it to my grave if I'm choosing to be that selfish. Not by all means, listeners. I'm not condoning this, um, mm-hmm. but I do still feel strongly that if you're in that situation and you have a strong sense of personal accountability and you go through it, I don't necessarily need to go through it with you to be all right with myself and go. We were just talking about doing it for $5 million and things will never be right. So now we're talking about for free. (laughs) And this is something that this person, you know, seemingly will go on happy-go-lucky throughout life or whatever. You know, everything done in the dark comes to light. It's eventually, but I don't, I just don't subscribe to that. Uh, so, you, so you're saying that you would like it? You're saying that you don't subscribe to the principle to the to the fact I think of, that if you have gone through it for yourself and you've made amends with yourself, you can absolutely be all right, and that door will be will be closed if you choose to keep that door closed. I also believe that is there's choices when it comes to cheating or infidelity and you know, not cheating or whatever. And there's a lot of extenuating circumstances that can come into it as well, but it's all about your personal choice, man. It's like, for me, I'm not gonna put myself in situations like that, you know, being on both sides of that stepping out thing or whatever. I'm just not gonna put myself in situations where stuff like that can arise. And that's choices, um, you know, uh, intentional choices that I make, you know what I'm saying? To make sure that doesn't happen. And, you know, I'm good. So would would you rather not know? For my sanity? No, like if if 
Yeah, yeah, like if, if some, if, yeah, it's a little reverse. Like if, if your lady stepped out, would you rather not know? Yeah, I'm Carl Thomas with it. I don't want to know. Is that Carl Thomas? Was that Carl? Is Thomas? it? No, that I know, was. Uh, I know Mark. That Mario was Winans. Uh, Mario Winans. <laughs> yeah, Mario Winans. Yeah, I would. No, nah, I, I, I ain't gonna say I don't want to know. I would be okay with not knowing because if I do find out, uh, we've already talked about it. The emotional intelligence. Uh, male, yeah. <laughs> myself, I'm not gonna handle no. it. <laughs> I didn't even get, I, well, I guess I did kind of get you no, know, but not really. Like it, but Carol saw the wrath of me in the in the car. You know, when we were talking about my first bout of oppression. <laughs> that it's it's yeah, it's it's real. I definitely am a. Um, I I would prefer not to know. Again, it's 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 your manhood. Your manhood's in question. Yeah. What you mean by that? you feel like less of a man like there there's a reason why she did that right and you always it, it's either your character your man there's something about you mm-hmm. that she went after this other person for mm-hmm. whether it be emotionally physically whatever it is so it's just a blow to you that you now feel like man you know I'm, I'm not secure in who I am. Yeah, it was my, yeah, am I not strong enough? And, you know, is it not big enough? What's going on? What happened? But, but even, but if I'm not mistaken, statistics I don't have, show that. I don't have $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, a lot of statistics show that when people cheat, it's not necessarily about the other person. Hmm? Which one? What do you mean? What statistics are these? If I'm not mistaken, I mean, okay, you know, we we got we got where where BJ? At? You ain't got to go. Did you get? Yeah, we just get these. Oh, okay. Right did okay. you get these statistics from Faison? <laughs> I mean, maybe you got them from Fox News, man. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But um, okay, but no, no, not about that. It's not a problem. You know, general conversation. You feel person. like when people cheat, what now? Okay, no. So a lot of times, I like. Okay, for example, if I was to cheat, it wouldn't necessarily. I don't believe it would be like, oh, I'm not getting something from you. It'd just be like. More than likely, be as a male. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I just you just I saw, like something, I, I saw something, something that they are intrigued, and then especially when the old girl showed me attention, it's kind of like it's, I don't really believe. It's not. That's not. Pro, that's programming. That's programming that leads you to believe that. And look, as a man. We're, we're emotional creatures just like a female is maybe we don't show it externally it's a lot more internal but there is something that's being appealed to our internal that's pulling us along and and, and that that internal could be could be that I don't feel affirmed as a man so I go out there and get whatever I can get because it makes me feel more manly because I think that's what manliness is yeah program I mean I feel like a lot of us end up falling victim to that especially in our adolescent years because that's all you've been taught that's all you know you know, it was cool when you see to be the to to be the Mac. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're right. Yeah. Like with there and, and everywhere, and then when you get into the relationship or whatever with somebody you actually care about, you know, you, you find yourself you know fighting with yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, statistics do say that women are just as guilty; they're just better at it than we are. Absolutely. Yep. And 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 that's one of the things that I would say. I've learned you never question another man's situation or why he did what he did because you don't know what else is going on, but you always only get it from the perspective of what the male did. You never get it from the perspective of what has the female been doing. Nobody's ever even going to entertain that. So Mrs. Hart could have been running wild. You don't even know if that's his baby. We don't know. You don't. It might not be. You never know. So these are just things why, look, when I see something happen with somebody, I don't 
I don't question it. I don't try to get involved. I don't I don't pass any judgment. It is what it is. Now, there's some dudes out there that I, you know, I've known in the past that, yeah, dude, you wrong. Um, but, you know, at this point, it's just like, okay, things that you see, you weren't there. I can't. I don't know what's going on. So, Jay Dace, do you so, want to know what I want to know? I mean, like, I mean, it would it would be difficult, but I would say yeah. I, I would rather know, you know, because because I think. Once again, I don't, I don't it, it, that dynamic, yo, just being transparent, like for real, like my ex-wife, when I found out everything that went down with that, I did want to stay initially. And maybe it was due to fear. Maybe it was due to, hey, I'm down here, I'm away from home, you kind of all I've known for the past X amount of years. Um, but I think, you know, we said we had in our vows for better or for worse. Let's try to tough it out. Now, she didn't necessarily want that. You know, she was, she was already both feet out the door, I'm done. But... For me, I, I would I would like to know because I think that there's that for me there's a problem in the relationship and either we need to do this or we need to figure out how to come back to this. That's fair, especially when you bring in. I don't the, think that there's always a problem. I mean, I think people have the ability to make mistakes, and who knows? I think it stem, it typically stems from somewhere, man. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of it. I was asking y'all about this, man. When I watched that Black Love thing uh, show that's on OWN now, man, a lot of it typically stems from the communication aspect um, and either the male not communicating how he actually feels or the female not knowing how to properly communicate to her male. Well, it's 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 called the love language that most of the time in a relationship, partners don't book. understand, you know, each other's love language and don't mm -hmm. understand, you know, mm -hmm. how the other one receives or gives love and they'll sit there dead on the assumption that, hey, you know, I cleaned up the house. That that's you know, that's my way to show you I love uh, sitting there like I don't give a shit about it. Mm. <laughs> I want some booty. You know what I mean? That he, whatever it is that there are, you know, those um Impacts the, the the that's what no, relationships is not. That's really big though. Understand. It is because like for example, my lady now like she she like loves to give me gifts. Loves like she just shower with me gifts, and I'm like whoa. You know what I mean? I'm not used to that. Like right. it, that just it's 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 overwhelming for me. Like I don't really like I don't know how to receive gifts like that. It's kind of like you feel I feel kind of like obligated to give back to you on a on a larger scale because you give me this much, I need to give you this much. So to avoid that battle, avoid that uncomfortability. I had to let them know, like, hey, I really appreciate you, but I can't, you know what I mean? I can't, can't be received. Yeah, <laughs> I right. can't keep up with this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, I got. It's good and, to, and, to talk it out now and so that you guys understand that and you don't feel that you have to hold up that competition and, and can move forward better than it is to keep on to play the game and then yeah. you broke and can't even beat them over. <laughs> Definitely. Go ahead, can I cut you off? No, I was exactly what I was going to say is that you. you not to, to, you know, pick you out or focus on you, but yeah, you're making it a competition. He said the word I was going to say, competition, and it's really not a competition. Like, okay, she's buying stuff. All right, wash her car. Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly. Or, 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 or organize her shoe closet. Yep. No, you know what I mean? You're right. You're right. There's different ways to add value. And, you know, we they always talk about love languages, but I also think that at some point, people get impatient with understanding what you're saying, right? So for instance, uh, for people that speak foreign languages, it's not that we can't communicate, 
It's just that we don't have the patience or it's not that important to us to understand what that person is saying. Because really and truly, if you take your time and you're patient, more often than not, you can probably get a good idea of what this person is trying to tell you. But if it's not that valuable to you, you're out. I don't know. I don't understand. Right? Like it wasn't that valuable to me in Mexico to listen to these dudes <laughs> trying to try, trying to sell us stuff. And eventually I, I just started speaking in different dialects and acting like I didn't understand them because it wasn't important to me. I don't want your little trinket. I don't care, you know, if you send your four-year-old out here trying to sell it to me. I'm, I'm done. So Jay, when it came to the love language and things, man, like, so did you, have you figured out a way to like respond to those in a way that she does or has she kind of figured out what you're like? Well, like, 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 like we're, we just, we just had a conversation. Like I said, like I had to. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Don't say anything on here right now that you haven't said to her because I know she watches the stuff that you're on. And she got a whole what four days before, so you know, before she get to it, you know what I'm saying? Like I told you that already, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he gonna be tripping. No, no, but, no. I, like I said, I just had to let her know, like yo, like, it, it just—it's not something that I'm used to. Like I, I don't know how to really receive that, and I think that not to, like I could talk about the five love language joint on Twitter, and I was just like, hey, you know, this is how you you give love, um, but that's not necessarily how I receive. It. You know, so I think that there's a, a conversation that needs to be had, and I'm really glad we had it because it's as crazy as it sounds. It was like she was kind of pushing me away because then I start questioning things like, "Well, hey, do you need? Do you feel the need to do these things? Like, do you feel like you need to do this to keep me? Is my word not good enough? Or am I not doing enough? Is that why you?" So you know, like, and as crazy as that sounds, but it just, I just, I felt like, yo, it's like this is not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know, and I know, but it's just, once again, it's the uncomfortability of me receiving gifts on top of gifts. Like coming home, there's a box on my bed because they gave Christmas gifts or something. Uh, you know what I mean? Why? Like, or it's like, you know, what are you making up for something because we're long distance? But see, but, but here's the thing, though. It's not about making up for something. Suppose just you being in her life because you know you're such a great human. You being. are. Yeah. Just you, you being great. in her life, you're providing her a stability. Yeah and a reinforcement of who she is. And if she can't find anybody else that can provide that for her, her way of showing her appreciation is in buying you things. You where it may not it may not take you to buy her something, you just continue to be Jay Dace because you go out and you try to be great at everything that you do. And that's good enough for her, that's all she wants. And that's what I was gonna say, man, you gotta kind of be careful with that too, man, because, um, you know, when we figuring out, it's crazy we got on the subject of these love languages. But when you figuring out how somebody like actually is communicating <laughs> their love to you and everything, that's something that they feel really comfortable with. And it's a, it's a real area of vulnerability. And, you know, you really got to take that into consideration when, you know, they're doing, all, when she's doing all these things. Like, you know, with, with Chris, she's a super affectionate person, man. So it's like, she's like, oh, lovey-dovey, kiss, hug. I want to be right up under you all the time. And I'm just, I've never been that guy. I've never been that guy either. Never been that guy. So it's really, it's taxing sometimes, but you got to understand like, okay, I, I don't want to push her away at the same time because I want that comfortable, uh, her to be that comfortable and to be able to just express herself. And then she, you know, I, one day she just stopped doing it. I'm gonna be like, hey, what the hell is going on? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Fucking up It is nice, it is nice. Five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Five million dollars, hey man, we gonna wrap this thing up, man. We gotta- Hey, hey, but, 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 
before you get off of that, and now we know another show that we need to have. We need to have a show on on, on love languages. Yes. I, I don't know who we're gonna find to to be the subject matter expert on that, but we'll figure it out. But uh, hey, man, that's that's communication. You said it, Brett. Communication is so it's huge. Biggest and, and communication well, is so much more girl. than words. You said it. I was gonna say it's not a competition. Right. I think that's one of the biggest things. That's gonna things be another one because the gender that, roles thing oh, and wow, competitions. Like, I will, I will have a, a great show on the, you know, the, the <laughs> how many times that you get caught up in the. But it's, it's. I wasn't doing this to compete with anything. This was just what it was. It is what it is. It wasn't about what anybody else said or or what else. It was because I wanted to make you a ham sandwich. Enjoy the sandwich. Enjoy the sandwich. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Easy, man. We're going to move this thing right on the log, man. Uh, no Arts Corner again this week, and I don't have anything. Ooh. Oh, I got one. Oh. I got one. Oh, run it, run it. Arts Kept Corner brought to you by Kane. Unapolog- unapologetically. So uh, shout out to my girl, Carmen Hendricks, uh, by the way. Um, she put out this uh, shirt. Uh, she has a new book out. Uh, please go to CarmenHendricks.com. And uh, we'll drop we'll drop some other stuff in the show notes, links, whatever. But thank you, appreciate you, Carmen. Uh, so, with everything that's going on, let me tell y'all what went down today. So we had a customer that was trying to, and I can't get into too much detail, but we had a customer that was trying to return a car, let's say, and somebody that works for me uh, was handling that transaction and it was taking longer than the customer would have liked. Customer tells this person, hey, um, I just wanna be treated like a white man should be treated. (sighs) This is a black person that handling this transaction? Nope, he says it's another white person. Of course. So that person that comes back into the office now, says, oh, this person said they wanna be treated like a white man should be treated. Ha 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 ha. Well, how was that, Bob? He said that to you. <laughs> uh, said it to all of us that are in the office, which yeah. is a mixture of races. Um, and I'm like, huh? TAWR much? Mm-hmm. So, so now I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I had to count in my head because I'm just like. <laughs> It's about to go. So, like mayonnaise. Another non minority says, Oh, Carol, don't worry about it. Uh, You know, he's like 80 years old and he's got a lot of money. Just let it go. Absolutely. What? Just let it go. So I was like, No, I can't let it go because that's why this country's in the position that it's in because the people just wanted to let it go because it's not a big deal. And number two, if I said something crazy, Nobody would come out and say, oh, that's just Carol. Let it go. Nobody would come speak on my behalf. So you know what? I will be completing this transaction right now. Thank you very much. I appreciate everybody and their input. (laughs) So I go, finish up transaction. I said, oh, let let me walk you out. Said, "Um, so, you know, there's a lot of crazy things going on in this country right now. Oh, yeah, 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 sure are, man. Oh, man, yeah. I said, yep. And I would appreciate if you didn't open the door to bringing it here to this property. 
to this company, to this business amongst the associates and the other customers here. Because this is a statement that you made and he, oh, oh, no, no, I didn't say that. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yes, you did. Nobody has a reason to make that up. Yeah, that's not a, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not something that would just be like, oh, let's sensationalize you know this. You walk in here and, and, and make this up right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, and then, well, well, you know, uh, I spent a lot of money here. Uh, excuse me? What'd that mean to me? I said, listen, here's the thing. If I so choose that you are no longer welcome here, you will not be welcome to any one of our establishments around the country. And I guarantee you somebody else will come spend money like you do. So don't let money cloud your thoughts. Uh, it will not happen ever again. Um, and should it happen, you will no longer be welcome here. Oh, well, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm better than anybody else, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, see, this is exactly what is going on. And I feel that the problem is, is that because what has happened in this country is not in the history books, there are so many people that are just oblivious to the depth and the range of what happened in the past and how that affects now. So to a degree, you can't get too mad because it's so systemic that it has systemically been wiped from did it even happen? And because that exists, until you start to see it in textbooks and there's documentaries and it's mandatory learning, right. the country will be this way until certain people die out and it's just no longer anybody there to really continue to to interweave it into the fabric of this country. I'm not gonna blame it so much on the ignorance though, because as you said, this dude was a, a was an older gentleman. So yes, they have taken or rewritten a lot of the history books. Oh, he knows what he's doing. Oh, he yeah. knows exactly what he's doing. But then it's like for those who are of some some small amount of intelligence, to even have the conversation is like trying to pull teeth out of a freaking like walrus or something. Bro. Like they won't. You can't get enough people or some people to even acknowledge what has happened because it happened so long ago like you know 400 years was so long ago or whatnot and even if you look at what the last 60 or 70 years has brought it's so hard to get some people to acknowledge that to even start the conversation it's like i tell you know some of my white counterparts that i've had these discussions with all the time i'm not blaming you for what happened so don't be defensive but you will acknowledge what happened. You know what I'm saying? We can't have this conversation if we can't set this standard right here. You know what I'm saying? You can't just blow over because a lot of the reason we feel the way we do is because of what has happened and what is continuing to happen. And if you're not gonna acknowledge that, then we can't we can't move forward, man. It was like that one day I was ready to call in uh, C-SPAN radio and go off on this quote unquote expert who wanted to talk about, you know, how the civil rights movement made wrong decision going one way versus the other or whatnot and it's like you're speaking from an expert position but you are refusing to acknowledge certain facts and because you're an expert quote-unquote people are eating eating what you're saying up like you're, they're digesting this they're putting this into their brains and it's all misinformation or misguided information that is uh, skewed and, and it's not just that it's something that we said earlier 
uh, in reference to, I don't know if it was a reference to the $5 million or the, or the telling the truth about cheating or whatever. But again, if it didn't happen to you, you can't identify with it if it never happened to you so that's 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 where we're at that's where we're at <sighs> moving forward fresh jam of the week baby we coming your way you gotta lift this up this man i'm about to say we need more excitement when that man said <laughs> hey listen you, you about to do this and make it make it make it, make it good you, you, you gotta because you gotta i still gotta close out <laughs> pressure no pressure Exactly. <laughs> First off, I do want to say I don't know if y'all caught that gym that uh he went ahead and dropped on you when he said that it was as hard as pulling teeth out of a war's mouth. Now I never even thought about you know how tough a task that could truly be. When he dropped that gym, I noticed it. I'm gonna be using that out of who's uh, out of a what's mouth? A walrus. Oh, a walrus. Got you. Uh, anywho, hey man, that's just what's so cool, man. I got Fresh Jam of the Week. It is um, brought to you by a female artist named Rhapsody. Featured on the song is Kendrick Lamar and Lance Skywalker. That is a triple I Skywalker. Um, the song is called Power. I guess Brett has heard it. No, I've heard of Rhapsody, but I like her. And I know I'm going to like this song. There it is. It's um, it's got a, a a nice you know old funk. I'm a I'm a I'm a funk aficionado, so it's got a nice little funk swing. Kind of takes you back to that '70s feel, but then you know they're dropping some nice lyrics. So, fresh jam, older week. <laughs> Energy, hey, it's coming. Took me a century, hey, getting next to you. Plus, makes an elevation, hey, invested in you. That's that outcast feel. That's that vibe right there. It's man. uh, I'm gonna go listen to that right now. Cut the tape. Yeah, it's uh, the power of the dish, you make a grown man cry. There's like a, a Bootsy Collins sample in there. They say, yeah, magic power, you the magic ain't got. Wake your body to sleep and take a 3M car ride. He said, the booty, only thing between him and God. They love the booty, sacrifice their family and job. Badge make police feel powerful in the hood. Guns make us feel powerful, but they don't do no good. I know my blackness powerful, and they don't like that. I know some soul dance. Sit back and watch them tap dance. Bombs over Baghdad to have a flag to brag about. Don't make you a big boy, because you got a nice stack. Carolina home, boy, you know we keep a stack house. It's power when you know the game. I'm feeling like a champ now. I went to rap rap. Homie, get out of the trap house. I want the power to be able to rap out what I rap out. Black child, God loving textiles. Point blank, death smiles. Steph Curry projectile. I saw the gold from eight miles. Every stone you threw, I picked it up and built a powerhouse. Caught a case. I got murder in my profile. Still billing me. See, that's just the appealing me. Respect on my name. Why y'all so emotional? Power. I feel the energy. Oh, man, I need that intro again, man. They remind me they of uh, a intro back. Flow reminds me of uh, no, no, I'm saying, do they uh, a flow? Do they loop the intro back into the song, or I think it, it comes back in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Her flow reminds me of the girl from uh, Diggable Planets. Yes, Ladybug. Ladybug. Just talking about that at the office, man. I was like, who? 
Ladybug. Yes, she was she was a dope MC. I, I I actually just saw a thing where Common said he tried to uh he tried hard to holler at her and she pretty much told him to get away. Shut him down. Yep. Rhapsody or the other two? No, um, Ladybug. Ladybug off of Biggable Planets. I don't believe Rhapsody is uh she's probably old enough to be Common's daughter. She's that young? I'm sure she's younger than shoot. I'm sure she's well he's like what, 45 yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Common's 40 her and, um, her and Busta, they made a her and Busta Rhymes made a song. Are they like together? Busta in Raps oh, and Raps. Oh, I heard that song. They made a song mm, and it's like he's, he's on the hook, right? Nah, he has his like own verse. He has a verse. Like it's like just him at the end of the song. It's like it starts out with her. And yeah, then, you know, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't sold on that song. You should know. That's yeah. the end of the song. And I couldn't tell whether they was like rapping to each other, like, or is it somebody else? It seemed like it, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. is, this, is this foreshadowing here? Either way, I think she's a really dope artist, man. I'm uh, we gonna run that tonight once we get power, off. Power, power by yeah, Rhapsody, featuring both Kendrick Lamar and Mr. Luke. That was the other thing, man. I love how he comes on, man. He's always had that, like, Andre 3000. Like, the engineers for him are freaking amazing, man. Oh, yeah. Like, and they make his voice sound or whatever. So, like, he's uh-huh. like that. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, but that uh, Pimp a Butterfly album, like, he really, like, brought um, the spoken word feel. Like, right. like, I get a little weary of Nick Cannon's spoken word, whereas <laughs> I feel that Kendrick's really um did justice of bringing a hip-hop appeal to that same um you know cadence something like um you know this d ain't free that's the joint but it you know it's that same very spoken word cadence but he really brought a hip-hop appeal to it easy it might be five million dollars Hey, before we go over to you, Coach K, man, I want to remind all the listeners this podcast is brought to you by Fledgeology, where the mantra is Leap, Grow, Fly. You can get connected with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at 13th Floor, please. You know what I'm saying? When you're pushing the button, you say 13th Floor, please. You can get connected with Fledgeology as well, at Fledgeology on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Coach K, it's on you, man. Uh, did we already drop? Get You probably just did that, and I wasn't paying attention because I was thinking about we didn't shout out... Uh, the victims of Irma, Maria, Maria. Uh, Puerto Rico. We kind of man, we with you. Um, you know, I, I was I was hoping to drop the fresh jam. A Puerto Rico, ho, a Puerto Rico, ho. Doom, 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 doom. Hey, yeah, yeah. I was ready to drop it for y'all, but um, yeah, man, Puerto Rico, Barbuda, uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. All those places, St. Kitts, I think St. Croix, um, all you places that, uh, you know, you've been affected, man, our, our prayers and our wishes go out um, that you, know, you all get back to regular life soon. Um, and don't don't worry, you will be receiving uh, some things from the 13th floor. We've contributed to many different things already, so uh, we will continue to. So uh, we definitely uh, one love to, to all you folks out there and all the people that have families that are in those places. Boom. All right. Now my man's ready for me to close out. And I was trying to think of a great message to give you guys uh, to go out. But I really want to break down this whole flag and and the anthem. And I want to mention Francis Scott Key. And 
I don't know if people, again, as I said, the things that you don't find in the history books, Francis Scott Key from Frederick, Maryland, uh, slave owner in Maryland, uh, wrote the Pledge of Allegiance, um, and he was very much against abolishing slavery um, to the point where he encouraged people to go out there and catch free slaves and put them into slavery, and he was anti-abolitionist. Uh, as a matter of fact, they had uh, uh, passed legislation at some point that nobody could speak out against slavery. That was put out for a while, and you couldn't speak out against it. I think, uh, I can't remember who it was, um, maybe John Quincy Adams. He might have been the person that uh, spoke up and said, hey, this is unconstitutional. You can't silence these people from speaking about wanting to free people, mm -hmm. which if you come towards full circle now, they're trying to silence people, and they're talking about the flag. And look, the flag and, and the pledge, none of that was written for people that look like you and I, people of any minority, really. So what are you really disrespecting? And, you know, there's 13 stripes that represent the 13 colonies. Back then you had 13 stars for the original uh, union. Now it's 50, 50 stars for the 50 states. And the color blue is there for justice. The color white um, is there for purity. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to embrace the flag, you might want to get behind some true justice and justice for everybody, not just for a select few. And you talk about we're disrespecting uh, the soldiers and the people that fight for this country. Well, what about the 4,500 people that were lynched in this country? And that's just the one that it's known about. What about the 60 million people that died because of slavery, just in the transition of slavery? What about all the unmarked graves? What about all the people that have died in police custody? So when you talk about honoring things, this is what these players are honoring. This is what people are honoring. And I don't think people fully understand the history. So if there's any message to go out this week is to go out and learn your history and then maybe you'll understand what these causes are really for. Coach K for president. Wasn't that mm -hmm. kind of 2020? <laughs> 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 hey, make sure y'all give us those five-star ratings wherever you're listening. Oh, to man. SoundCloud. We probably just lost some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your shirt say again? Unapologetically me. Easy. Yeah. We out of here, baby, from the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best. But the views are amazing. Bazon, where you at? Thirty eight. Now is your time hey, to flex. Hey.